Right, the reading is now um, Matthew 28, 16 to 20, and that's on page 946 in the Bibles, Church Bibles. Then eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptising them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So, that's our reading this morning, very short. Uh, comes from Matthew 28, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Well, really, that's the church's vision. It's the vision of the worldwide church. It's the vision um, that we as Christians were given um, by Christ through that passage. And that's kind of what we're about. So we could stop at that point and say, well, we've got it. Fine, we know what we're doing. (laughs) But of course, that's not really uh, how it works on a local level. We start with that. That's the, the bigger picture that we work towards. But what we've been trying to do recently in this church is to seek God for his particular way in which he wants us to work out that in our lives and in this church. And so we kind of went into a process um, of seeking God for those things. And I want to tell you this morning how we've got to the point that we've got to, which is kind of represented on that yellow sheet, and, uh, and some of the thinking and some of the strands and the threads that came out of the process we went through. So if we could have the second slide. So the first thing we were thinking about when we, when we gathered to talk about this was, um, what are we actually looking for when we're looking for the vision? Um, so who knows, who's familiar with Pachelbel or Pachelbel, don't know how you say it, Pachelbel's canon in D major? Just from seeing those words, you know the bit of music. Okay, well, I'm going to play a little bit of it to you um, using the next clip. And what I want you to watch out for are the grey bits, which you can just about make out on the screen. That's, thank you. Right. As you'll see, as the music plays, you've got those grey bits repeating and repeating all the way through the piece. It's like the bass line. And we played this um, actually at the DCC and MLT and staff team away day. If you listen out, you can still hear the So if you imagine, those grey bits are the vision. They're like the backbone, if you like, of what we're trying to do. We're looking for the thing, the main themes on which we pin all the rest of the work that we do as church. And all the rest of the stuff we do as church is the colored bits around the outside, which is the melodies and uh, the beautiful other bits of music. And it gets more and more complicated as you go through this piece. But all the way through, you've got that underlying tone, repeated tone, that helps keep the piece together and keep it harmonious and reminds us of where it's going. Okay? Keeps it whole. So I'm sorry I haven't got time to play all of that now, but we'll hear a little bit of it later. 
Thank you. So this is where we went as an MLT and a DCC. DCC is like a PCC if um, that's your church background, but it's the church council, basically. So we took all the leadership away um, for a, a, just about a half day, just over a half day in St. Andrew's Church there, which is in Herne Bay. We were very kindly gifted that by um, another church in the deanery to use for that time. And it was a time of coming together and praying and seeking God for those grey bits, for that background. What are the main things that we think God is saying to us about our church and what he wants us to be? And then we had uh, the half night of prayer. And um, this is a slide that Tom uh, designed for it to advertise it. I thought it was great because of the magnifying glass there. We were really seeking God in that half night of prayer um, here in this building. And so people came together over several hours um, and we prayed in all different ways. In the early part of the evening, we had cakes, we had food and, and Lego and all kinds of stuff that kind of drew the children in. And we talked to them about what they thought about church, what it is, what it should be, what their hopes and dreams were. And a lot of them made models of what a church should look like. And surprise, surprise, it was colorful and beautiful and full of people. And it had big doors. And there was some lovely imagery coming out there, a great big cross usually in the middle of it. Um, and so we were all seeking God in different ways. And some people couldn't make it to the half night of prayer and they went on the leadership team. So they were praying at home. And many of you gave me uh, notes and emails and uh, we had conversations from stuff that you felt God was saying to you during that time. So it was a really rich time of a lot of information coming in. And actually, I had to say, being in my position, it was really, really exciting because the more stuff that came in, the more it became really apparent that God was saying similar things to different people coming from quite different angles and without conversation necessarily with each other. And uh, there were some quite interesting things coming together and joining up. And of course, that's what we were looking for because this is a human process. And so there's plenty of room for our own imaginations to get in the way and our own agendas and all of that sort of stuff. So if we want to hear God clearly, we need lots of people doing that, do you see? Because then you've got the checks and balances kind of in there and you can start to see if you're getting a, a complete picture. So, um, if we can have the next slide, please. These are the three main things that we felt that God was calling us to. And you'll see that you've got that kind of on the piece of paper. You've got those three uh, blocks um, down the side. First thing was that we were to come closer to God. Secondly, closer to one another. And thirdly, closer to our community. We've talked in the past in this church about the in, the out, and the up, haven't we? And it's kind of in that, uh, that little um, trio there. And uh, in terms of closer to God, we were feeling this very important need to press closer to God in our times of worship, particularly, and in prayer. And there were several pictures and several uh, ideas and articulations about soaking in the presence of God in prayer and in worship, so spending real time. And we know we find that quite hard to do in our services because we've got quite a lot to get through, haven't we, on a Sunday. But we want to try and work on how we make space for God to move and be God in, in, in those times. Uh, another thing we're thinking of doing is to introduce a midweek um, monthly um, worship. Not really a service, but just a time to come and gather and, and spend big chunks of time singing um, praises to God and uh, interspersing that with prayer because you can't keep up singing for really a whole hour. But, you know, just, just really big chunks that we can go deep. Uh, in the presence of God. And if you came on the half night of prayer and you happened to be around for that hour when actually that's what we did, it was a particularly special time. There was just a sense of the presence of God. There were probably about 30 of us in the room at that point. And uh, 
it was a bit like a per the perfect bath you don't want to get out of, you know? It was, <laughs> it was absolutely glorious. And so we want a little bit more of that because it will make us hungry for the presence of God. And it'll make us want to and long to come into God's presence. And that's what he's calling us to. The second thing is this idea of being closer to one another. We've been talking about that, haven't we, in the alongside. But this is seeing Sea Salter Church. And again, very strong, clear pictures and, and ideas coming through from prayer here. A place of safety, a place of refuge, no masks, vulnerability, where people can be themselves, can be real, where the broken can be heard and rest and be renewed. And it's a safe place because people who are feeling stronger in the community at that given moment are, are defending it in prayer and holding that space for those who need that. That it's okay to be amateurs in what we do. It's okay to be a work in progress as long as we're making progress. And, uh, and that we are flawed and that's okay. And a bit more testimony as well, um, that we need to have these times of sharing the reality of what God's doing in our everyday messy lives. Uh, because that will speak of the glory of God and it encourages us and builds us up. And so the final thing is closer to our community. We've had this sense, I think, haven't we, that we're getting our faces not just turned outwards, but our whole bodies turned outwards from this place. Not just a case of everything happening in here. David said a couple of weeks back, and it stuck with me, um, you know, everything in here is for everything out there. Um, and that's partly also what we've been talking about with alongside. Being outward being in all we do, as well as outward looking as a church. Seeking God for those natural opportunities to come alongside our friends and our neighbours, our networks, our contacts, just to walk the talk, really, um, and sometimes talk about the walk. Okay. Alongside as a word and as an idea seems to have stuck. Um, I've, I noticed that there are still people wearing the badges and we finished the series. And there's something, I think, in that, that it's still in our conversation. I think it was a word that was given us by God. And I think we're meant to stick with it. We're meant to carry it through in whatever we do. That principle of coming alongside God alongside us and us alongside others. You'll see there's a sort of working title. Um, I don't know what you call it. A, a statement, a strap line right at the bottom there that incorporates that word. We're trying to sort of say, yes, it's through Christ and it's alongside one another and the world. So this is where the jigsaw comes. Um, so I hope you've all got a piece of the jigsaw. Did anybody not get one? Efficient job. Everybody's got a piece. That's brilliant. One lady at the 845 was sitting on hers going, no, no, I didn't get <laughs> She told me afterwards. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so... This came about because um, somebody in our church who doesn't get pictures, she told me very emphatically, had a picture from God. And uh, I'll explain what I mean by that to those of you who may not have come across this. But um, we do believe that God speaks to us in all different kinds of ways. And um, some people tend to hear God in prayer through maybe the written word. It might be through the Bible. Something really stands out to them. And they think, yeah, that, God's trying to teach me something through that. Some people hear it in hymn words. Actually, I've got a friend that hears from God in hymn words that just pop into her mind. Some people get pictures. Um, so it might be a really strong visual image in your mind as you pray. And over time, if you're used to receiving that, you get to know when it's God and when it's your imagination a bit more. It's easier to work out. A bit like when you have a friend phone you up and go, hi, it's me. And if it's a good friend, you know the voice, don't you? You don't need them to say what their name is. 
Um, and because we have to test these things, okay? We're human, as I said, we're gonna sometimes, our imaginations will play in and we'll, we'll just invent stuff. But this came to this person as a really strong and definite picture and she knew it was something to do with the church but she didn't know what it meant. And when she explained it to me, I kind of knew immediately what it went. It just went ping straight in my head. So, first of all, she saw the pieces of a jigsaw and it, they were all like the pieces you're holding at the moment. So, could you put your hand up if you've got a green piece? Right, hand for this, great. Uh, red piece, a couple of reds, orange, pink, Woo, a lot of pink. <laughs> Purple, yellow, white. Anyone got anything I haven't said? Blue, sorry, yes, forgot completely the colors of the spectrum, thank you. <laughs> so hands going up for a different, you can look at your piece and pretty much tell what color it is, can't you? Unless you're colorblind, in which case you might need a neighbor to help you. But, uh, but that's what she saw. She saw a jigsaw puzzle with all these jumbled colored pieces in, but you could pick up any one piece and say, well, that's a pink piece, that's a yellow piece, whatever. And uh, then she saw the jigsaw again, but this time it had been made. It would take us forever if we tried to do that as an exercise this morning. I'm not going to make you do that, but that's the picture that's on the front of this particular jigsaw. And what we can notice about it is that whilst our individual pieces have a very particular color, it's really hard to see the edges, isn't it? In terms of, you can see the edges of the puzzle, but what you can't see very clearly is when one color becomes another color. You can pick out the green and you can pick out the blue. This is like a real test for the monitors, isn't it? <laughs> but you can pick out the different areas of color, but where they merge, it's really hard to see. Blurred edges. This is us. This is our church, this picture here. Because we're so different from one another in so many ways. We most probably would not all hang out together if it wasn't for Christ and our coming together in unity in this way. And I think particularly in this church, more so than I've encountered in any other church, we've got real polarity sometimes of our opinion on certain ways to live out our Christian life, um, sometimes in our theology, uh, sometimes in our views about the world, probably our politics, probably all kinds of things. We are a very diverse bunch of people in many ways. Of course, we're diverse in age-wise as well, in our backgrounds and our experience. And we're diverse in our church backgrounds. A lot of us have come from quite an eclectic mix of other church denominations. So somehow, we're all in this one place. And in this picture, those boundaries are blurred because God has brought us together in unity. Despite our differences, we still come to table. And I think that this is deeply prophetic for our church and our community. I think God would like us to be that kind of a community for these times and in our nation and in our world that shows what it's like to live and celebrate absolute diversity among us, but to love one another deeply with the love of Christ. By this shall all know you are my disciples because you have love one for another. So the fact that we can come to table as friends and brothers and sisters in Christ is really important. And this is something to be celebrated. Who likes God incidences? I do. Do you know what I mean by that? I had a God incidence around the puzzle, which I think is really funny and I'm going to share with you. But um, uh, I 
having heard the picture from this person, thought, I need to get me a puzzle that does this. So uh, I went online and I was looking up coloured puzzles, and what I couldn't find was a puzzle that did this very easily, because most puzzles with colours in have very definite patches of colour, so it might be a rainbow or it might be a, I don't know, but you could see the lines, you know, between, and I wanted that merging. And there was only one puzzle that would do this job, and it was this puzzle, so I ordered it online, and it came and was delivered, and I was in the kitchen, ripping into it, pouring out the pieces and all of that, and Tim, my husband, walked past, and many of you know, he's a, a commercial photographer, and he sort of did that kind of double take walk, what, what are you doing, what's that? And I said, um, oh, it's a puzzle, it's something to do with church, and he said, um, where did you get it from? I said, well, I, ju I just got it online. He said, well, what's it to do with? So I said, well, and I explained the vision, and he said, I've got one in the studio. <laughs> Sorry? I've got one of these puzzles in the studio. I took the pack shots. <laughs> he said you could have had it if you. <laughs> well, I didn't know. I didn't know you had it. You know. So I just thought that was hilarious. Out of all the puzzles on all the internet, this was the one I could find that did this. And and my husband's been the one that took. So that's why we have a high resolution image of it ready for this morning, because God, right. <laughs> so what we've got left on that bit of paper, really, does not reflect the detail of what came out from all this process of, of visioning and prayer. But I hope you can see it's a distillation of it. It's, it has to have been a work of the people. We had to come together and, and discern this together. And then what's happened is the leadership convened again at the DCC meeting, and we took all these strands, and uh, somebody had a picture about this, actually, of the kind of the weaving of the strands back into something that we can work with, because being human, we have to nail it all down and put it in categories and say, we'll do this this year and this this year, and that's what we've done. So what's there is a bit of a work in progress, but you can see that we've tried to map this is the immediate short-term priorities, this is what we're going to do in the medium term, this is what we're going to do in the longer term, because we have to sort of make a working sense of it. Okay, so you, what you won't see there is all the little stories and all the ideas and all the kind of, oh, and we could do this and we could do that that sat behind it, but we've kept all that information. That's not lost, and it will be fed in and worked into these things in due course, but we had to, had to kind of distill it to the priorities. Do you see uh, what I mean about that? So what I want to do now is to um, turn this over to you just for a few minutes this morning. I want you to just talk where you are with the people around you a little bit about how this strikes you, how it hits you. These are some questions that might help you do that, but you're not, you know, they're not rigid. You don't have to stick to those. But what's standing out for you? What are you excited about um, when you've heard what I've said and you've got that bit of paper there? Is there anything you want to say about what you've heard? We're going to bring around some post-it notes and some pens. If you want to say something, you'll see at the back on the folding doors, the 845 have already got busy and put some of those up. So just put your thoughts down, um, anything that, that really strikes you. What's God saying to your heart about it, having been part of this process and hearing where we've got to now? So let's just take uh, a few minutes to do that. We won't be feeding back verbally in this session, but we'll find a way to assimilate what's on there and let you know about it, probably through the notices. Okay? I suspect what we might have to do is to um, continue some of these conversations over coffee time. Um, and if you have produced post-its, then do um, stick them up on the back wall where the folding doors are before you leave um, today. In terms of the jigsaw puzzle piece that you've got, 
uh, when we have our offertory, if you'd like to pop it in with the money or as the basket just comes around, just pop it into the basket. Um, it can be a sign of our offering ourselves in that kind of community that we've had that picture um, as we offer our, our resources too. But thank you for uh, reflecting on, on that with us this morning. Let's just pray. Loving God, we asked you at the beginning of this process to speak to us as we prayed and sought your face and uh, tried to hear you for what it is that you want us to do. And you are a faithful God and you have spoken to us in many ways and we are thankful for your faithfulness to us. Lord, as we shape this and uh, begin to work out how we do this, how we be this church in the way that you are calling us to be, closer to you, closer to one another, closer to our community. Guide us, strengthen us by your Holy Spirit. Direct our feet. Show us what we need to be doing. Bring us ever more together in unity. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.